All right, guys. Um, as you know, this uh, this development process has been really intense. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is uh, one of the, I think, best games we've ever created here. And I, I, I'm, I really want to give a shout out to the dev team, the testers. Uh, everybody's done a great job. Um, as you know, I've been put in charge of composing the end credits theme to this mm-hmm. touching, emotionally driven story about a man who is trying to bring back to life his dead wife by slaughtering these innocent beasts and becoming corrupted himself. Um, and so I think there should be like a, you know, in, in, in with sensitivity to that in mind. Right. I, I think that when you finally roll credits on Shadow of the Colossus, perhaps, perhaps you'd like to hear this theme. Oh, wow. You've got a temp track. Sorry, did you... Did someone open like a a Chrome tab or something? No, no, it's just um. Shh, I'm, shh, uh, shh. Shh. So, did someone Bluetooth sync to this? Is this? I can't be the right music. I clicked play on the file that was sent, and it's it's titled "It's This." I promise. Yeah, yeah. I I I, I foresee sort of like a black and white portraits of each of the colossi. Uh huh. Yeah. Maybe like the grave, you know, with the grass blowing gently in the breeze. Um, you know, clouds up in the sky. Uh, and, and maybe just the, the, the mournful architecture of the game. I mean... Because I feel like people stop paying attention to credits at some point. So I would love to boost the volume by 75%. At this point in the credits, so it becomes it's right significantly at the louder. Solo. Significantly louder. When the alto sax starts wailing, yeah. At the end of this game, yeah. Do you have any questions, or, or, or should we should we just print this? Should we just put this on the DVD? Uh, I mean, I guess I'll I'll speak to this. You know, as the design lead on Shadow of the Colossus. Um, my wife has passed away, and this was a deeply personal story. Uh, the idea of the impossible dream of somehow bringing her back to life and the emotional toll it would take to eventually realize this. And just hearing this sound now, uh, hearing this music, um, after just pouring my soul into this project for the past 36 months of development... I couldn't be more moved. This is perfect. Yeah, th- like this. This really brings home what we were trying to uh, have the player experience. Like this is this is you've done amazing work here. Thank you. A previous game, Eco had a credit song. This fucking kicks the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. So great. Well, job. guys, uh, I uh, I'm glad you I, I'm glad you like my song. Um, let's print it. <laughs> <laughs> we share our favorite music that plays when the credits roll and we roll through the games we're playing now this week on get played
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to Get Played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nick Weiger. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my fellow host, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Get Played. And welcome to those of you who... Set out the month of Poke May in protest. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, welcome you fucking back. babies. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Sorry uh-huh. you didn't, you weren't able to appreciate it. Uh, but for those of you who wished we would be cosmically punished somehow <laughs> for a full month of Pokemon, which was Matt's idea, Matt yeah. himself has contracted uh, the coronavirus. That's right. I've had a dance with the novel coronavirus, COVID-19. And let me tell you, she is not a kind lady. Um... <laughs> It's, uh, to my surprise, real. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a real thing. We were all uh, shocked. Yeah, well, it's good that we all got in the same room to do this, too. <laughs> you sort of get it, like, you know, when somebody gets chicken pox, yeah. you're supposed to get all the kids together. It's sort of like that. Right, yeah. If we all have Pass COVID, me, then it's like, who cares? Pass me uh, one of those, uh, those mozzarella sticks. Oh, here, let me lick it for you first. All right, thanks. Mmm, <laughs> mmm. That's good. <laughs> Yeah, uh, don't I don't recommend getting COVID. Uh, yeah, which is FYI, uh, if you are thinking about maybe going to a crowded bar in your town, uh, maybe don't. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. Um, you know, use your better judgment instead sure. of thinking, ah, this will be fine. Right. Uh, I I'm on the opposite side of yeah. of the spectrum, Matt. I uh, read some research that said that. Uh, Carbon dioxide levels were a a fantastic um, monitor for whether or not you will be exposed to COVID in any environment. Uh So I went out and got a carbon dioxide sensor that gives me carbon dioxide PPMs in any location. So I can carry this portable device with me. And if it goes above like a thousand, two thousand, I'm like, fuck, get out of this space. Get out. Wow. That's you. That's fascinating. If if we were a cartoon, you'd be like the gadget one, like of the of the three of us. Like you're yeah. all like you're Donatello? all about gadgets. Yeah, you're like Donatello. You're okay. all about that's, gadgets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Nick and I are. Probably the same one. The one that sucks. Um, but Donatello's think, the one that sucks. No, so but I you're like the okay, best all, one because you have all the gadgets. Yeah, the ga- but he's I mean, like the worst turtle. Well, I think he's pretty cool. I, he's he's definitely every, OP in the arcade game. He's got the longest reach on his with his bow staff. Yeah, sure. Okay, great. But like, and that, no you know, kid, the of no cool. child is like <laughs> in the in the 80s or 90s was like, oh, I, I want to be I want to be the the nerd turtle. If you like Ninja Turtles, you're already a nerd. You don't want to yeah. be, become one. You want to be sure. a leader or a, an asshole or you want to be able to party. I wanted to be Donatello. What? I'll say that. That's what you I wanted. I wanted. He <laughs> I can't believe you're shocked by this, Heather. he does machines he does gadgets i thought that was cool i thought he was like you know he he was inventive and resourceful Uh, and i also like that he he had the he was rocking the purple colorway and which you know one of one of my favorite colors it takes a bold los angeles lakers a bold guy to pull off purple not everybody pulls off purple yeah i'll wear some purple why not michelangelo grimace the joker is a big one yeah Wait, what? All twisted in their own way. Yeah. My, not my, Donatello, not Michelangelo. Oh, wait, yeah. yeah. I, I, you got my COVID bad. brain, Look, Apodaca. I have COVID, oh, so I can't really be held accountable for anything. Yeah, no, I no, say. no, it's, it's happening. It's real. 
this COVID has gone all the way to my brain. It'll do that. I I I, I really like Donatello. I think that if we're gonna if we're gonna assign each of us a role in the Ninja Turtles, I think that Devin naturally is the party dude, uh, being the the rocker musician. Oh He's yeah, the Michelangelo. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. There is yeah. The Donatello. What? I guess, God damn it! <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess, uh, boy, which one of us is going to be cool but rude, hmm. which I guess is maybe, I don't know. I feel like, Matt, you're maybe ruder than me, but you are also very polite. Um, yeah, but I, he's I, the coolest of all of us for sure. This can't be true at all. We can't go down this That's road. That's true. I, I actually, so I, um, my feelings were really hurt that you said that I'm rude. Uh <laughs> Okay, so maybe you're not. You're not. Then I'll be Raphael. In I'm that spiraling case. here. No, like, have I ever slighted Nick? Nick? Nick is Leonardo. Okay. 100% because he's. Okay, great. Because he, it's like, oh, I want to I wanna do a spinoff podcast. It should be about anime. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah. You're like, I, we should we fight these contracts for the next year. I'm like, okay, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, right. let's do it. And of course, I have a lot of swords. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I take it back, I, me being like, how can Nick say that I'm rude and I take shots at you every single week? <laughs> how can Nick say that about me? Me just roasting you like it's my job? I guess I am s- sitting on a Zoom window in front of, like... You bought a pro- carbon for- deni- the, uh, carbon uh, thing. Carbon dioxide. Uh, carbon dioxide. PPM meter, yeah. Yeah, meter. Is there a dumb one? Hmm. Maybe that's Matt. Wait, okay. Oh, uh, now somebody is the rude one. <laughs> we spent uh, an hour that. figuring this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Reddit comments are just like correcting us. This is the best episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> this should always be the show. All right. Uh, I, read, I read an article that was just very grim yesterday. This was in The Atlantic by Catherine J. Wu on this very, on this the subject that we're all currently discussing. Uh, and the title is just... The Ninja Turtles, yeah. yeah. No, the, I know the, this. Uh, I know un- this article. <laughs> the, the title is just "You are going to get COVID again and again and again." Oh my God! Sure. All right. Well, some of us still haven't gotten it the first time because I we have been doing our goddamnedest to stay healthy. Matt Apodaca has got a, a few, a few more. He's got a lower risk threshold than I do. Yeah. You know, I, I have been. I don't know if you read this, but you, if you drink your urine, you, you don't. You don't. You won't get COVID. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was doing that, and I. Uh, it's not true. Uh, no. It's yeah, just guzzling my own piss. Uh, <laughs> God. Uh, I, I. That's something I will say though is about mm-hmm. uh, about me having COVID is that I. You know, I feel I feel okay. It's uh, it's it's very serious. Uh, be careful. You're vaxxed and boosted though. I'm yeah? vaxxed and boosted. Um, and I'm very happy. Uh, to be both those things and very fortunate to then be able to be like, you know, uh, to order groceries to my house and have them yeah, dropped sure. off at my front door and stuff. I feel very yeah. lucky. Because, uh, yeah. man, what a, I can't, uh, what a fucking nightmare the beginning of this was. Yeah. When all this was yeah, happening. Yeah, truly. And also there are, there are many people who like, they can't work from home. They're just yeah. they're, they're so they're choosing between like their health and their fellow workers' health and a paycheck if they're gonna stay home. You know, yeah. it's just it fucking it's it's grim. It's a I, there's I no believe, paid sick I believe leave in that's the problem. United States problem. I yeah. think that's, that's a US I, problem. That's yeah. a US for our international listeners, here's how here's how we break that down. We've we in the US, 
you're you're basically you're born like a giraffe into the yeah. wild. Yeah, like you're they're like start yeah. fucking running, go, yeah. Yeah. go, yeah. go. Yes. Uh, whereas everywhere else, I think you're you're sort of born like a litter of puppies, and you got time with your mom, and you you're learning stuff. It's like you know David Attenborough documentary everywhere else. That's that's me. That's Heather Ann Campbell on the United States. Look. I'll be the first one to say it. This place not that great. <laughs> it's got some problems, uh, you know, some things that could be fixed. Yeah. Uh, but but you know, one nice thing that takes your mind off of the dystopia in which we live, uh, the late capitalist hellscape in which we are all uh, born into and and yeah. continue to to yeah. reside. What is it? Video games. I'm curious. That's right. Yeah. What are you guys What are you guys playing? I I right now could not imagine making a noise like that. <laughs> My poor sweet throat. It's nice. I, um, you know, when Ash used to drop by, uh, I'd be I'd be out in the backyard doing like sort of vo- vocal fry exercises. It yeah. was much mm-hmm. harder for me to. What do you play? But oh yeah, you know, yeah. Now I got. Uh, I don't, I'm not doing that while Ash is around. Do, you wow. know what I mean? Do we yeah, have? You, has anyone heard from Ash? Is he just still with his dad? I saw it, him on the news. <laughs> oh, okay. You saw him. On yeah, the yeah, news. yeah, 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 yeah. He uh, he commandeered a tank. Uh, uh, I'm yeah. starting to wonder what side of this he's on. <laughs> he's on side. Ash's side. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, he's looking yeah. out for number one. <laughs> yeah. I like the idea that that somebody would skip last month and be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you got to go back and listen to the canon. Okay, yeah. that's that's how you know what's going on. And we're going to reference that for years now. Guys, I want to go first, please, because uh, I, I got back to some regular gaming this week. Lots of fun. I played a little bit more of Stranger of Paradise. Fucking loved it. Ooh. Like I felt yeah. like the, my first exposure to it was right on the heels of Elden Ring. And I was not enthusiastic about Stranger of Paradise. Now that it's been a month, I, 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 I leaned in, died like, I don't know, 10, 12 times trying to remember how to play the fucking game. Yeah. Because <laughs> I also, I'm like saved in the middle of a dungeon. And I'm like, what, what is, ha- I don't even know which direction I'm going in. Um, but loved it. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. They, every, I don't, have we talked about, because, so I was playing it in Japanese and I was like, this isn't funny. So I went into the voice settings, set it to English. Every time the main dude dies, he goes, this sucks. (laughs) 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 It is so enjoyable. I I really hope we get to do it uh, on a future We Play You Play because I can't wait for you guys to, one, send me screenshots and like, I I just want to be on the text thread while you guys are playing. Um, the other thing I'm doing, which was on my list of uh, shit that I wanted to do this year, is I'm, I, I started last night, I started playing a, a Vita game that I don't remember buying. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea Perfect. what it is. Uh, I'm afraid to plug it on the show because what if it's porno? Uh, but I'm playing a mm-hmm. game called Remaster on the, on the, uh, on the Vita, which is about... Um, 
a girl who gets a job as a game developer in a neighborhood in Tokyo that I, I personally really enjoy uh, when I am there called Koenji. Uh, I played like, I don't know, an hour of it. Really, really pleasant. I mean, there's, it's tropey as fuck. You know, like girls open the door and you, you hear like a boing because their, their boobs are so big. Sure. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, that's just but, reflecting reality. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm enjoying that, too. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I, I feel I feel really optimistic about the future games. Uh, wow. I saw this uh, trailer for a new uh, game by the developer of Shenmue that looks like Space Harrier. That looks fucking great. Um, wow. I know I, I, I mentioned last week that uh, there are new Death Stranding views on my Atmof windows. Uh, mm-hmm. But right. today they launched... <laughs> So you remember the Matrix demo, how it looked like real city, but it wasn't a real city? Yeah. Today, all the new views are of a fake fucking city in that same engine. So I Put look at the- cool. What? I, la- I look at the fake windows and it's a fake city now. It's not yeah. even, it's like not, I wow. mean, Death Stranding was fake, but now it's a fake city. I love it. I love a, I love a lot of stuff right now, guys. That's great. A lot great. of stuff. That's what There's I'm playing. Of- there's a lot of content and media to enjoy. That, that feels like, if, if anything, there's a lot of stuff out there where it's like, like ah, I saw that. Hey, that was fun. Ah, I played that. Hey, that was great. I read that. Ha, ah, how about that? You know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the, the these escapes. At least we have that. Uh, I, and speaking of which, first off, th- this month's game that we're going to talk about for our We Play, You Play is Norco, which you can yes. find on, on PC Game Pass. I'll give a little reminder at the end of each episode. But uh, I... You know, the, the the past few months, I think maybe all of the ones we've done so far, I've gotten a little behind the eight ball in playing through the game because, you know, Disco Elysium, I already finished, but I was doing a second playthrough and I, I hadn't finished my second playthrough by the time we did that episode. Elden Ring, I still haven't finished. Pokemon Gold Silver, we discussed. Uh, uh, so Norco, I finished. I played through wow. immediately. I said it was wow. going to start it tomorrow when we did our last record, and I did, and I and I marathoned through it over the weekend. It's wow. like eight to ten hours. It's not a super long game. Uh, so I'll save my thoughts on Norco until the end of the month, this, uh, this We Play, You Play. Instead, I'll talk about Citizen Sleeper, which is also on Game Pass and is superficially a similar game. Um, but aesthetically, it's completely different, and the way it plays is actually pretty different. The Norco is a pretty linear point-and-click game with some, uh, you know, a, a, a little bit of branching, a little bit of of of, of player choice. But uh, by and large, it's 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 almost visual novel adjacent. Some light puzzle solving, a little bit of combat, uh, and and it's very much like you know looks and plays in a lot of ways like a Sierra game from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know what, a way it's a good comparison is, is it honestly reminded me a lot of Snatcher, which we covered on the podcast, in terms of how it's presented uh. and how it plays. Citizen Sleeper is, like, crisp and high-res, has this gorgeous 2D character art. The artist is uh, Guillaume Singaline, I believe, okay. and it's developed by, by Jump Over the Age, a.k.a. Uh, Gareth, Damian, Martin, their previous game was called In Other Waters. I didn't play that one, but a well-received indie game. Um, and this one, it's just it like it looks pristine. It looks very sharp and crisp. It looks like a it looks like a 4K Blu-ray menu, honestly, in kind of the way it's presented. Um, and uh, and it's it's just like you know, like like a like Norco. It's a lot of text, but a lot of really well-written text. And you know, we we're talking about our current society right now. 
this one definitely kind of like, you know, jumps into the future and sort of extrapolates, okay, where is this, uh, where is capitalism heading? And so the setup for this is basically you are a sleeper who is a, a, a you know, you basically were a human who surrendered your consciousness to a, uh, to sort of something of an Android body that is now owned by a corporation. And uh, you basically kind of gone on the lamb from this corporation. Although as far as I am right now, I don't really know what the origin of that, what the motivation for that was, where that came from. I just know that you've, you've separated from your previous job, uh, having, you know, leased your consciousness or given your consciousness rather to this corporation and leasing it back in exchange for your labor. So you need life-saving like medication, basically the equivalent of immunosuppressants in order so that your body doesn't decay because wow. This this android body you have has been given uh, forced obsolescence like, you know, a fucking iPhone. It's basically once you're not working for the company anymore, it's going to gradually decay so you can't just use it for your own means. So it's really interesting. It talks, you know, it, it deals a lot with like the 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 connection between consciousness and body. And um, it, it's and here's the thing. We all love Disco Elysium. It's not exactly like Disco Elysium, like it plays a little bit differently, but much like Disco Elysium, it just has dice. It's just oh. an RPG with dice. You see nice. the dice. I love seeing the dice. Let me see the dice. Oh, I need to hide those dice rolls. <laughs> Thank you, Matt. Hickory, New- dickory, dot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack and Jill went up the hill. <laughs> uh, for those of you under the age of, say, Oh, boy. 25. Mm -hmm. Uh, The boys right now are referencing Andrew Dice Clay, a comedian who came and went in the 90s as Mm -hmm. a sort of uh, bravado shock comic uh, known for his catchphrases. Uh, And he his randy like limericks like he do like horny like 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 sex like like sex related limericks. And 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 smoke a cigarette, uh, smoke a cigarette and reach over the side of his head. Yeah, he's doing now. Yeah. yeah, great. It's great stuff. Really Timeless. funny. <laughs> Absolutely holds up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm I'm playing through this and I'm like, this is it's it's really fucking cool. It seems to you know the the writing is really strong and it seems to have a lot to say. Uh, uh, just about you know, it seems like a lot. There's a lot of social commentary, but it's also just like really fascinating, dense world building, um, and just a very very pleasing. Uh, it, it, it just a very very pleasing screen to look at. I'm just That's like great. like I, I I love the character art. I think you, it's it, I don't know. I mean I'm I'm excited to play more of it and um and it seems like there's quite a bit of of choice in terms of how you actually want to navigate this bad boy. So yeah, That's Citizen great. Sleeper on Game Pass. Great. I want to I want to check that out. It's on uh is that on PC Game Pass or X or on Xbox as well? I'm playing it on PC. I'm honestly okay. not sure if I could check if it's cross platform. Uh. Yeah, that that sounds uh, right up my alley. Honestly, uh, I'm sort of I'm in between games. You, you can right play now. it on Xbox. Okay, yeah. great. Maybe I'll download it after this. Um, I, I I I'm sort of I'm between games right now because I'm I'm playing I'm playing Dark Souls, but I'm at a spot in Dark Souls right now. I'm not very. I don't think I'm very far into Dark Souls, but I've hit a wall of sort of like intimidation and inf- and frustration sort of like mm-hmm. i don't want to mm. completely give up on it but i kind of okay. want to play a game that i could be good at for like a second because <laughs> like think sure. it, like the last games the last game that i played before this was uh 
like Pokemon and and Lego Star Wars. Easy, right? But you also and before that was Elden, Elden Ring. Ring yeah, this I year. finished Elden Ring. Yeah, so uh, you can finish Dark Souls. I'm pretty. I'm sure that I can. I know that I can. I just um, I I, I also I I think I think just since uh, I haven't had COVID for very long, but like my attention span for games right now is is low. Uh, sure. Like I I was I I booted up. Uh, my PS5 earlier, and I was playing Sifu because I heard they added um, difficulty settings, and I was like, "Now we're talking. I can play this on easy. Let's fucking go!" <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so I was, I was playing that a little bit, and it felt that felt good to sort of like get, um, uh, you know, put some time into. But I don't, I don't want to stop playing Dark Souls. I, I, I definitely want to keep going, but I just, um, so it's that same. I feel like it's scarier than. Um, than Elden Ring. And Elden Ring was grim and, and, and dark and depressing and stuff too. But Dark Souls has some really creepy um, characters, uh, creepy uh, like uh, enemies in the, in, 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 in the game. Uh, and it's just like, there's these like tree monsters that run out. They look like bushes and they just immediately start sprinting toward you. That's scary. That's some scary shit. Mm. Um, and I'm playing a pyromancer right now, so I only have one firepower thing, and mm-hmm. you know I only have so many of them. Um, but it, I, I I do like it. You can't jump. You don't have a horse. Those are sure. things you have to get used to. Well, also there's like yeah, if you're going backwards from if you're working your way backwards from Elden Ring, but also there's I, I I in terms of in terms of that feeling of of you know of fright of of terror. It feels like a lot of a lot of what mitigates that in Elden Ring is just like you talked about the horse. You could just go outside in the overworld and just yes. sort of ride around a little bit. You know, you don't feel like you're trapped. I a friend of mine was just texting. He just got Elden Ring and he mm-hmm. came straight to me and he was like, do you have any tips? And I was surprised at how many tips I had from him just for watch just from watching videos and from like playing myself. I sure. feel like I gave him like really good advice uh, and I felt really proud well, of myself s- because of that. How I mean, what was your final play time? Did you when you're like 130? Yeah, hours it was, it was like 169 level? hours. Like I better have something good to say about it. Yeah. <laughs> Spent more time on that than anything I ever did in college. <laughs> <laughs> My pitch for you when we all finished for you guys and and Heather rejected this when we all finished Elden Ring and I am going to finish this game uh, maybe after Citizen Sleeper uh, is that we take all of our play times. And then each of us individually spend that same amount of time learning a new skill. Yes. So like, no, I don't I mean, know. No, just, Heather, Heather's shaking her head because I, I remember immediately when you sent this text, Heather no. immediately was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which is How fair could, as the busiest of, of, of us. Sure. Um, I, I was thinking about this as, as I was not to keep harping on that I have COVID, but I was, as, as I was reading the results of my antigen test, um, I was thinking about, man, I went all this time and I finally, it took, you know, almost three years uh, right. into this thing and then get it. I could have learned how to play guitar. I could have learned how to do a kickflip on a skateboard. I could have done all sorts of all the things that would have satisfied young me. Uh, and I guess I still can because this is, is never ending, apparently. Um, yeah. But. I would, I would like to learn a new skill, at least one, a skill. I'd be, be nice great. To have a, yeah. I'd love to have a skill. Yeah. Uh, what would I, your skill? What would choose a? You get you you have a you have an extra point in oh, your job in your job menu. Okay. okay. Drop it into a skill. What's it going to be? I, I got one. Great. Bowling. What? 
I feel like I've been in enough situations where, hey, we're bowling. (laughs) And and it'd be great to be like, hey, I'm good at bowling. So I'm going to say bowling. I'd love to be good at bowling. That feels like also an achievable bit of mastery. It feels like if I bowl enough, I can get pretty decent at bowling. So bowling. I feel like I'm a pretty (laughs) adept cook. um, And... But I'd like to be the type of cook that can um, not look at a recipe and oh, just like sure. and make something uh, and make something good. Yeah. I can follow a recipe pretty well. I I do pretty well in the kitchen if if there's like a a recipe in front of me. But if I could just eyeball something and be like that looks good, and then and then you know everybody's really impressed with what I made them and they like it, that'd be pretty nice. That that's a that's a good skill. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's a good improvisational cooking. Drop. Yeah, yeah. With like the salt um, bay flourishes, right. I think I'm of two minds. One is, what would be fun now? What would be fun in 10 years? Uh, And I think today, if I could drop a skill point, it would be fluent Japanese. Oh, yeah. Just capitalize on my existing two years of lessons, uh, three, almost three years, and just like drop a coin in and be like, now you've got the whole whole thing and you're a master of the language. no novel is outside of your reach in terms of like just reading and, and enjoying. Uh, that would be great. Um, but if I was thinking like 10 years, like 10 years from now, what kind of skill? Yeah. Uh, I would, I, I guess I would drop my point into survival uh, know-how. Yeah. Like it would be great to be like, uh, yeah, don't worry, guys. I know how to, I have weapons training. I have... Uh, I know how to to make clean water. Yeah, uh, I know how to sew. Like just like to drop my my first skill point into full blo- like going to a, a a public park and being like, we can eat that. We can eat that leaf. That yes. leaf we can use. That we can eat, like all that shit. As soon as we started talking about this, I knew Heather's answer was going to be combat adjacent. <laughs> Feeling, feeling I mean, less fair. confident about my bowling yeah. answer now. Should, <laughs> should maybe respec. Wait, okay, yeah, sure, Heather, you can do all that stuff, but Nick can get a perfect three hundred every time he. I think part of the that fun would be of sick as hell. <laughs> part of the fun of bowling to me is not being that good at it, because then you can always impress yourself. Uh, if you sure. got a three hundred every time you bowled, what are we doing? I, I guess I'm probably thinking about one incident where I went to a like a like an event and there was one guy who was really good at bowling. I was like, "Fuck, man, Willie knows how to bowl." I was like, "Yeah, Willie does know how to. Willie's good." If you go by Willie, you're an amazing bowler. I really know. <laughs> I I got drunk once and bowled at the old Holly Holly Star Lanes, which was the bowling mm-hmm. alley in um oh fuck, what's that movie? Lebowski. No, it, it might be Lebowski. Uh. It's torn down now, but it was towards the end of the existence of this bowling alley on Santa Monica Boulevard. And I went in drunk and I bowled like a 225 or 230 or something. I was like, Christ, unstoppable. And at the end, the guy came up to me and was like, hey, you want that ball? Because it was like a public ball that I was bowling with, like one of their. And I was like, "Yeah, man!" And he's like, "It's yours!" And I got wow! With the fucking bowling ball, fucking chucks it at you. <laughs> that was like a side quest. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you unlocked the bowling yet. ball. I, Never, yeah. <laughs> never, ever again have I been that good at bowling. It was like one perfect night where it's like good music. I was hammered. I was young, like super young. Yeah. It was great. 
That rocks. Awesome. I love yeah, that he so gave cool. it to you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I got to I got to keep a Holly Star Lanes bowling ball and I wanted to get rid of it uh when uh Mary and I consolidated our houses and, and started living together. And Mary was like, you can't get rid of that. And I'm like, yeah. when am I going to, what am I going to carry a bowling? What? And she's like, you can't get rid of it. And it still says Holly star lanes on it, which is pretty cool. Mary rocks. Uh, of course you can't yeah, get rid awesome. of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, do you think he gave it to you because the, the guy started tearing down the building as soon as you left? So <laughs> <laughs> like, here, take well, this one last bowling did, ball for me to get rid I of. I did turn around and the building was gone. Oh, like, I was like, oh, oh, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Should we talk about what we're talking about today, folks? Let's talk Matt. about what we're talking about. Thank you. Thank you for moving us on <laughs> to our main topic. It's another edition of that. That's what I call video game music. We're talking end credits themes. You finish the game, the ending cinematic plays, you've beaten the big bad guy, and finally, the credits start rolling, and these, in this day and age, rolling and rolling and rolling, uh, so many names yeah. that are involved in, in some of these, these AAA titles, but you're hearing some music, and a lot of times that music gets locked into your memory space forever because a, it is just like a huge, like consequential moment and maybe in a game that you loved and B sometimes these are fucking off awesome tunes. So great. Tunes. We got some of these, we've got some, we got some picks, some of our favorite video game end credit themes. Who wants to start? I'm going to go first. Here we go. Oh, going first. Great. So I'm going to take you back to uh, my living room when I was a child and I'm going to say, that my mom forced me to take piano lessons. I was terrible. I never, I never learned music theory. I was so bad at it. Like I, I would study one piece of music for the entire year, learn how to play it and play that at the recital. And for me, it was usually like Batman's theme or, or like some, you know, the other parents are like, well, she don't play Mozart. Uh, <laughs> but when I You're did playing like real- the Adam West Batman theme. Yeah, anything, any any Batman theme. Wow! Like I'd be, I'd just be like, I want to play a Batman theme. Uh, I also, I like learned how to how to play the Star Trek the motion picture theme. I think. Wow, <laughs> that's cool. Uh, but um, one one year I was like, oh, wait, I could figure out a song, and spent a huge amount of time. Note by note, plucking away until I had figured out the song that plays over the credits of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now, I wasn't a kid at the time, but hearing this made me feel like, oh, how nice that like you you come full circle and you experience a video game as an adult and, and it harkens back to your youth in some way and then feels mm. nostalgic, even though you're hearing the song for the first time rendered in this particular way. So here is the end credits theme from The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Really great. There is a... um. 
series of albums released by Square Enix called Final Fantasy Piano Collections. Reminds me of that. Here we go. This yeah, is, you know, this, this is like, oh, different areas. Sure, sure. It's giving you everything that you got uh, yeah. up until ne- uh, until the end of the game. What yeah. a satisfying end of the game, too. Yeah, really cool. I had some of the Final Fantasy uh, piano collections. I later realized that they were bootlegs because it was at the time it was just like you were just buying these on CD and you didn't realize that there, there were some... I bought them from some bootleg labels, uh, but yeah, I had, a, I had a few of them, and I also had one of my favorite albums was uh, was the Final Fantasy IV Celtic Moon, hey! which is they yeah they they re- they redid the they arranged all the soundtrack with traditional Celtic instruments. I was like, oh, that was that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. That's a great pick. Great pick, Heather. Thanks. <laughs> um, I'll go. I'll go next, and I'll great. stay in the Nintendo verse. Uh, but I'll go over to Mario Land. It's Mario World, in fact. Uh, this one, you know, I, I also have a memory attached to being a kid and finishing this game after getting all 96 worlds and the little star in your save um, and uh, and rolling credits on this one. And it's very, very satisfying. A very, very con- uh, good conclusion to this game. Super Mario World ending theme by Koji Kondo. <laughs> Nick, I won't lie. This was the very first song I thought of when you, when whoever pitched this episode. I think it was Matt, actually. But yeah, this one came. This one came to mind very early on. Instantly, too, I instantly. Like, I think I gotta do it. It's. It, how could you not hear this? How could you hear this and not feel like a million dollars? Yeah, it's so great. This is great. And just think. Bowser's gonna steal Peach yet again. But you don't know that. You're a kid. You're like problem solved. <laughs> Evil is vanquished yet again by my yeah. hand. Have you have you ever seen the guys who play the Mario music like ragtime piano on TikTok? I think I must. Oh. I've, I've, that sounds familiar oh, to me. It's so good. It's so That's good. Cool. Oh, I've heard that song played as ragtime piano. It's like, oh. What a great piece of music. Yeah, that'd be a natural fit. Yeah. Uh, Ap- Apodaca. Look, what kind of end credits themes are you going to play for us? This was actually an interesting exercise for me because I was just like, okay, what games have I finished? That I've heard the end of the credit. Like, and I, you know, I've, obviously <laughs> I've, I've, I've finished a lot of games, but luckily I've ha- I have a handy list of games that I've finished since the start of uh, 2020. Um, nice. And uh, so the, all these games are are from this this list. Why don't we stay in the Nintendo verse, as Nick said? Um, this is from the Switch version of the Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Just triumphant. You you went to that. You went to that, um, that really scared me for some reason. I got really scared right now. <laughs> um, you're at the top of that, that mountain. You beat all those bosses. You, you defeat Ganon. Uh, what a, tr- what a treat that game is. It's really good. 
obviously nicely arranged and orchestrated. This is like, you know, this is the remaster of the Game Boy original, which I never played. But I'm sure if you're a kid, you finish Link's Awakening on your Game Boy. That's like what you hear in your head. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, it's it's just that majestic. Absolutely. It's very, yeah. Like, even thinking about that, like, when we were playing... um, Sorry to bring it up to all the haters out there that listen, but when we were playing Pokemon, uh, the, the music in that Pokemon is over. They're still talking. about They're Pokemon. still talking about it. I'm so mad. <laughs> I hope Matt has COVID forever. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I remember just being like, "Wow, this is like really cool music. This is really good." And then listening back to yeah. it, it is really good, but not for the reason I thought it uh, was. I was like, "This is very like." Uh, complex sounding, um, and it, and it is to, it, to some degree too. But it it sounds you know it sounds like a Game Boy. Uh, yeah. But I loved uh, the I loved the remake uh, of Link's Awakening, and I intend to play the the original at some point because uh, what a satisfying game. I bounced off of the remake. I, I I did play it for I got about you know I got like three or four dungeons deep or however it did, and and then I just I don't know I just stopped playing it. I guess I should go back to it. Yeah, sometimes it, you just stop playing a game. That's the thing. Yeah, that's, a big that's kind of the thing. You start, you start yeah. playing a game, and sometimes you just stop. Just yep. stop. There's no real reason for it. You just stop. No, well, yep. the, the reason usually is there's another game. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that can happen. Another you game know, comes, it's you only, get that. It's only like <laughs> what I'd like to call landlocked games that keep you from playing other games. There are no, there's no mm-hmm. rivers that run away from Elden Ring, except for Nick, who's just like, I don't like it. I'm gonna stop. I, I liked it. I loved it. I'm gonna <laughs> play is, it. I'm I can't go back believe to you guys it. like it. I had to stop to play fucking Pokemon Gold and Silver. And then look how that turned out. <laughs> I know it didn't. I didn't finish it. It's a mess. I'm playing some more manageable games for a bit, and then I'm gonna come back to Elden Ring. I'm gonna finish that. Nick, you gotta eat your vegetables. I my I will get to. I will. It is funny to think of Elden Ring as eating your vegetables. <laughs> no, that's that's a nice juicy piece of prime rib, baby. Exactly. Yeah, mm. uh, I will. I will finish this game. Nick, are you playing? You're playing on PS5, right? Yeah, I've been playing Elden Ring on PS5. Great, great, great. Uh, when you when you are getting back into it, let me know, and I'll uh, I'll see if I can invade you and ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. No. Or if you want to speed speed the process up, summon us, and we'll just wreck house with you. Oh, wow. yeah, that That's would be cool. awesome. Yeah. You'll do the fire giant in one try. Yeah, that would be fucking dream come true to play games with my buds. Hell. All yeah. right, let's play it. Let's play another end credits theme here. Uh, <laughs> God, this is remains a controversial game years after its release. But you know what's not controversial? How good the ending credits theme is. This is from The Last of Us Part Two. Why is it controversial? I don't remember. No <laughs> <The> game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's too because violent. I, uh, yeah, it it upset people because it was too violent. Oh okay, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, 
honestly, honestly, one of the complaints of most things is plot armor, right? Yeah, like, sure. Oh, it's not fun to watch this because the character has plot armor. Yeah. And the moment that's taken away and been like, no, this is a fucking ruthless nightmare world. Look what might happen. People are like, no. Yeah. No, God damn it, no. Come yeah. on. Well, God forbid, too, you play as a girl in a video game. You, yuck. You can't do that. What? Two girls? Two, oh, Two well, girls? Well, I'm going to be sick. It's almost worse. Oh, yuck. <laughs> I liked Honestly, it because I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked it because I'm woke. That's the other that's the other problem. It's like you can't like the game without seeming like you're taking us. You can't just be like, Well, I Fuck, like this game the game. Is fucking yeah. ruthless. Yeah. I like I like the unmitigated access to nightmare violence. Holy shit, what a yeah. fun game. Yeah. I was just literally about to say that the the Santa Barbara section of that game fucking rocks and it's like easily oh, one of the most violent things in a video game <laughs> absolutely brutal and then just like what's happening to everyone who's like you know enslaved there is just so like jesus christ all the yeah. people who are in prison they're just like living in hell yeah um and then you're just slaughtering all of their their uh, their captors it, it is super fun uh the my, my yeah I, I i i i that's a great choice heather that is a very it is a very satisfying ending thing i almost picked last of us part one end credits theme which Ooh. is similarly like like you know just kind of hits to the right spot and it comes right after a cinematic and just sort of kicks like like a very you know one of the most memorable game endings ever and then it just kicks in at just the right time and then just yeah yeah it's a that, that that that's a that's a great pick a fantastic pick way to go nick what about your next one how am i gonna follow that i'll tell you how oh shit with a composition by the great yasunori mitsuda now, I, I considered, it as, as Heather picked uh, Last of Us Part 2, I talked about Last of Us Part 1. I thought about uh, the part one of this franchise, Chrono Trigger, which also has a great end credits theme. But I actually went with Chrono Cross, uh, recently wow. re-released for the Switch. Unfortunately, a pretty disappointing port by all accounts. But uh, this is, and this is a game which is kind of flawed, but you can't say anything negative about its music, including its ending theme, Radical Dreamers, by Yasunori Mitsuda, the vocals... By Noriko Mitose. Wow. This was still when it was novel to have vocals in a song. Yeah. I think we maybe talked on a previous episode, maybe, but just like the. We'll hit him. We're here for a second. I think we talked on a previous episode, but like, you know, Metal Gear Solid One has like a, a you know a, a, an amazing end credits track, and it's the same sort of thing of just like holy shit, you know, like obviously there's speech in that game, but it's still just like wow, there, you could just put a song in a video game. Can they do that? They can apparently. But yeah, that was that was the 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 big you know the the obviously the 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 PS one Saturn era ushered Thank in. You. Crude, Thank you for crude. including my boy. You're that welcome. That meant a lot and, to me. And N sixty four, but but you know I'll, I'll put N sixty four to the side because are you okay? Yeah, Something I just, just broke, with I, I, I just I'm trying to crack my back while I'm, while I'm sitting here, and I I just 
broke the uh, handle, the armrest on my chair. Oh no, man! It's okay. I fix. I'll fix it. I'm gonna just get a screwdriver. You're physically not injured. It's just your chair. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, the the uh, you know uh, ushered in 3D gaming in its in its earliest era, but also just like audio was like the huge advance. Mm. Like you compare to the the what you could do with video game soundtracks and and with the presence of voice acting versus what you had in the cart era. It's just it's just a, a just a gigantic. Uh, I I don't I'll say quantum leap, although I know that's apparently. Uh, Quantum physicists say that's the improper way to use that, but whatever. Shut up, nerds. (laughs) Oh, wow. That's my choice. Radical dreamers from Crowd Across. (laughs) Matt, you're up. All right, I, I I know Nick has yet to hear this song, but I think God damn it! <laughs> but it's not a spoiler. A song can't be a spoiler. No. Uh, I, do you not want to hear it? Unless it's a rap song that recaps the whole plot. Oh my god! Well, okay. Well, spoiler alert: Elden Ring ends like that. <laughs> <laughs> like Will Smith choice. recapping the entire thing. Uh, <laughs> The Jar of Alexander. Um, <laughs> uh, this is the, yeah, the ending. Uh, it's, this one's just simply called Ending uh, from Elden Ring. Here we go. You just attacked and defeated God. <laughs> Was your impact on the lands between... Uh, as helpful as you initially thought who could say oh I achieved my goals <laughs> <laughs> this is also one of the saddest themes because hearing it means ah oh, I'm at the end of Elden Ring mm. yeah I know I I I miss Elden Ring who you can wouldn't? play it again when when is what? that DLC gonna drop? I know. Give me that DLC. Yeah. I can't wait to take out those two swords and scream over and over again. Can't wait. I still got a lot of the main campaign to finish, but I'll. I'll <laughs> Where are you in it? I can't remember exactly. You're like, but you got like a significant tree chunk sentinel. in there. You're he's like, the, no, I'm he's at the progress. tree sentinel. <laughs> yeah, I got my horse. First encounter, and then I've been battling the tree sentinel level one for eighty hours with a club. Oh, oh no! Haven't improved. All right, guys, we've had a, one Mario, and we've had. Two Zeldas. So we need mm-hmm. another Mario so that there's balance in the force. Those are the rules. Mm, yeah. And I think. Always the two m- there are. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this was my favorite music of any Mario generation so uh-huh. far. With Super Mario Galaxy. Wow. And the oh, Super yeah. Mario Galaxy. Also, I haven't credited any of the musicians on any of this music, but I have I have named the games and the songs, so you can look it up. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, truth is, uh, and I'm going to say this as a joke, but, you know, all callousness intended, 
if you want people to know your names, maybe you shouldn't have gone into music. Maybe you should have been a movie star. Yeah, thank you. you. That's right. Yeah. So why don't you get in front of the line, huh? I've been on I've been on Zoom for so many hours today. I'm sorry. (laughs) I feel a little sassy. And all right, um, you're doing great. This is the credits and credits from Super Mario Galaxy. Woohoo! Immediately so good. I would love it if Elden Ring ended like this. <laughs> like, you did it! You fixed the lands between! <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is awesome. sure, let's fucking put it on the, the end of The Last of Us Part 2. You're like, yeah. oh my god, what? <laughs> wow. Uh, we already credited one of the composers, Heather. Koji Kondo works on uh, you know, many of the Nintendo's biggest properties. Uh, Mahito Yokota, another composer, the other credited composer on Super Mario Galaxy. I never, I'd love a, a Galaxy, I'd love it if they ported Galaxy 2 to Switch. I keep waiting on that because I never played Galaxy 2. Oh, it's so good. Oh, yeah. So it's did, awesome. They have the Galaxy 1 port, but not 2. Yeah. Or or a fucking, I'll, I'll buy Galaxy again. I don't care. I'll buy it again if you put out a Galaxy collection. Yeah, do remaster it. Remaster both in like 1080p. Why they, not? They love money and they hate money. It's a very interesting thing of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll charge you $60 for like a 30-year-old game and then also not give you any games you want. <laughs> uh, really good choice. I guess that's the, it falls to me again, and I picked this one because this one is great and also has to be on this list. Uh, Portal, Still Alive, written by Jonathan Colton, Bogles by Ellen McLean. Uh, let's take a listen. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here, huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science We do what we must Because we can For the good of all of us Except the ones who are dead I think there's no sense crying over More than any video game song I've listened to this one Just for fun I love it Yeah, yeah. Great track There's another game, Mirror's Edge, that came out around the same time as Portal that also has a track in it called Still Alive that's also awesome. It's yeah. just oh, this really? weird, like, very very short span in gaming where two Still Alives were released almost contemporaneously, and they're both they're both ba- fucking bangers. Uh, still, the Portal still, still Alive from, uh, from Mirror's Edge is on my running mix. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good so running I, track. Sometimes, sometimes it puts out, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm running. I'm, I'm Mirror's Edge. <laughs> I think I think we put that song, if I'm remembering, I've heard it before. I've not played that game, but I think we put it in one of the award show um, episodes yeah, that sure. we did. Of course. In like the In Memoriam sure. or something. That makes sense. Because uh, we're, you know, 
It's, it's, it's Ap- funny. Apodaca, you've got you've got one more here. I've got one What's more. What's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? Look. Do we talk about this game too much? No. <laughs> That's a dumb thing to say. Yeah. Uh but I, I I love everything about this game. We loved everything about this game. It's the end credit song from Disco Elysium, of course. Nice. All the music in this game is fantastic, of course, but you just went through an insane journey to get to this song. Also, I feel like so often it's like when it starts playing during the cinematic and then when it cuts to the credits and like this one has like a fantastic point in which it goes to the credits and it just sort of lines up with the music. It's very satisfying. Yeah. I was hoping we'll get to the part where it really starts to fucking shred. Oh, we might. Which is in a little bit. I uh, have been invited to a wedding where y- you have to dress um, uh, flamboyantly. So I'm going to go cosplayed as Harry. Wow. Wow, that's great. Don't do anything too crazy with any uh, alcohol bottles at the wi- at the <laughs> wedding, though, if you don't catch my drift. I mean, honestly, I'm going to be in the corner in a fucking mask. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, the part where it really kicks in might be a little bit la- later than I expected. That's okay. It was it was nice we'll to listen there. to this though. Yeah, it's oh, just really gonna, good. Do we just keep I covering? It, I think it's coming up. I think it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up to you right here. Weiger, Weiger's taking off his shirt. He's taking uh-huh. off his shirt on camera. Here we go. He's all right. He's sort of uh, he's opening his window. And what are you doing? Stop yelling at those people, Weiger. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is fucking great. Yeah. British Sea Power, the artist. Great soundtrack. Really, really great soundtrack. Fantastic. Fantastic work. Sorry, I wanted to go that. We had to. What if we didn't? I know. I would have been I, disappointed. I, yeah. I was going to bring in a bonus track here, but I, I think that that the Disco Elysium song is so good. I don't know if we need to follow it. Yeah. It yeah. Was How can you follow that? Sorry. And and uh, and it's very satisfying when you roll credits on that game. Yeah. A really, really sad. I mean, what, a, what an experience. What an experience. Yeah. There you go. Hey, that was now that's why what I call video game music and credits. Uh, I also had a backup and I'll just say what it was. It was a. Uh, it was the end credits theme from Journey, which I really like, but I partly picked it to uh, troll Heather because I know she doesn't like Journey. Anyway. Um, I, I was going to bring in uh, the, the ending credits theme from Death Stranding, which is the song Death Stranding by Chiverches. Yeah. Such a good track. Really good track. I didn't prepare but, a, uh, a bonus. Well, you're, you got COVID. It's okay, man. I only yeah, did enough... Right. That my poor little sick body would allow. 
Well, Matt, I hope your poor little sick body can hang in there for one more segment (laughs) because it's time for a regular quiz segment. You don't know Jack Off. And given our music theme today, I thought we'd do the composer challenge. This might be very hard. But can you identify some of the best-selling video games in history by the name of the composer on their soundtracks? Oh, no. So this is pulled from the all-time top 20. Uh, There's a few of these. And I'll give you the name. You can buzz in with your name to guess. Uh, And also, after one wrong answer, if one of you answers incorrectly, I'll give a hint. So you can go first to take first crack at it, or you can wait for the hint. Oh, I'm going to feel terrible. I should know every one of these people. This is gonna be this is gonna be kind of challenging, and also I think uh you know, yeah it's it's gonna be kind of challenging because maybe the game is higher profile, but the composer is not as high profile. Although there oh, are some very high profile man. composers here. Oh. All right, here we go. First up, Junichi Masuda. Heather. Go ahead, Heather. Super Smash Brothers or Smash Brothers, mm-hmm. whatever the Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers has a lot of credited composers, but the no iteration of Smash Brothers is in the all-time top 20. Here's a hint for this one. This just happened. This just happened? It's something that we all just did. Is this a... I already rang in. Yeah, it's Matt. Matt, hmm. do you have a guess? Uh... I'm going to guess, because I don't have a better guess, I'm going to guess Sonic. Junichi Masuda is, it's not Sonic, is uh, is one of the original developers and the f- credited composer, the only sole credited composer on Pokemon Red, Blue, oh, and Yellow. Oh, shoot. Number eight all time in wow. sales with 47,520,000 units. Christ, uh, let's pause real quick. that's real quick. so gonna many copies. <laughs> execute all over so my face. <laughs> I'm going to share my own audio here so we can hear... The end credits music of each of these. Great. So this is, here's the end credit soundtrack, the end credit score from Pokemon Red Blue. Fantastic. Sure, you've heard this track many, many times, Matt. Oh yeah. Man. Anyway, Judici Masuda is the cre- the composer of Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow. Okay, you're both knotted up at zero. Next up, <laughs> C418. The composer is C418, a.k.a. Daniel Rosenfeld. C418. C418. Daniel Rosenfeld. Daniel Rosenfeld. Here's a hint. We're a little old for this one, but this is the number one selling game of all time. Uh, Heather. Heather. Minecraft. It's Minecraft. Wow. Minecraft was uh, com- uh, the composer, credit composer, C418 is, is what he goes by professionally. 238 million units sold across platforms. <laughs> Absolutely staggering. It's it's weird. Nearly the population of the United States. It's weird to hear that that's the number one selling game of all time. And I've basically interacted with it 0%. Like, I've not even... Like, we did that one game on the show. Yeah. 
but that wasn't even like really like a Minecraft like experience. Really, we we covered Minecraft story mode in our old format, which yeah. is so foreign from how Minecraft actually plays. I've messed around with Minecraft. I enjoy Minecraft. I have not finished the campaign. Uh, apparently, there is an ending of Minecraft, and uh, here is a, a a portion of that ending theme. Very atmospheric score. I wonder how many people who play Minecraft know the composer. Certainly heard the music countless times. This is like not what I would be expecting from the game. It's very atmospheric, yeah. The whole score is like very... Well, the the uh, main story of Minecraft has you infiltrating a police department in 2045 Paris and then uh, <laughs> rebuilding it from the ground up oh, okay. without wow. corruption. I'm going to have to try it. It ends like this after an, another uh, character in the game turns to you and says, it's all blocks, Jimmy. <laughs> no matter which way you turn it, it's going to look the same. <laughs> Uh, all right, next up, Heather has one. Heather's on the board. That's next right. Here's a, here's a very well-known video game composer, and this is the the biggest game he's ever composed for. Jeremy Soule. Jeremy oh. Soule. Here's a hint. Hmm. It's, the, it's the most recent entry in a long-running RPG franchise. Recent entry in a long-running RPG franchise. Hugely selling game. 20th of all time. 30 million units. Uh, it's uh, been released on basically everything at this point and re-released endlessly. 10th anniversary edition came out recently. Uh, Heather! Oh. Oh. Heather. Skyrim! That's right. It is Skyrim. Wow. And Skyrim... <laughs> Heather has Heather has two now. Skyrim right. does not play the end credits when you finish the campaign, but if you select the credits from the menu, uh, as some games do, you'll hear a little of this. Appropriately epic. Oh, yeah. I should play that. Yeah. It sounds, it doesn't sound like, but has, uh, fe feels like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, I think we look at Soul's gameography and filmography, he's done some TV and film composition, like he's done a lot of very recognizable mainstream properties, so yeah, it's definitely adjacent to the, to that. Uh, to that sphere. All right, next up. This one's going to be tough. I would not know this based on the name, certainly. You might not know it based on the hint, but we'll see. The three creative composers, Toru Minagishi, Manaka Tominaga, and Shiho Fujii. This is the number 11 selling game of all time with 43,800,000 units. Fuck. 43 million copies. 43 million units, and here's a hint. This was bundled with a bulky peripheral. Uh, is it uh, Donkey Konga? 
It's not Donkey Konga. <laughs> oh. Donkey Konga, the number 11 million. selling game of all time, <laughs> utterly ubiquitous in the collective consciousness. <laughs> Bundled with a bulky peripheral. Uh, Sold 13 million more copies than Skyrim. Donkey Kong. <laughs> I wish. I wish we lived in that world, but no, Matt. Uh, Heather. Uh, packaged with a bulky peripheral. Bulky peripheral. We fit. It was We Fit, Heather. Wow. Yes. You're correct. Heather has three to zero. Hmm. Uh, we Fit, and hey, the We Fit credits music could do a lot worse than this. This is when you yourself hit zero pounds. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. This this plays over your hollowed out uh, air light body. (laughs) Like (laughs) the they were really on something when they were making all this Wii music. All of it's good. Yeah. Yeah, I love all of it. It's great. This is this is playing in so many living rooms when the detectives walk in and they're like, oh, <laughs> this again. <laughs> yeah, you're you're you become your own chalk outline. <laughs> uh, all right, we have two more here. All right. I love this. This is great. Uh the next game the next the next name on this list. And he has two in the all-time top 20, two in the all-time top 10, actually. Woody Jackson. Bozer's <laughs> name, Woody Jackson. <laughs> Two in the top ten. Two in the top ten. Here's a hint. Here's a hint for you. Uh, Heather, Heather, I'm going to go ahead, before go the hint. It. Yeah. With a name like Woody Jackson, I'm going to guess Call of Duty. It's not Call of Duty, no. Shit! But it is a, it is a Western developer, Fuck! as uh, you could maybe infer from his name. It's a, here's the hint. Woody is a bit of a rock star. Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto 5 is one of the games. Grand Theft wow. Auto 5, number two of all time, uh, 165 million units. And the other game uh, that he is credited on, or one of the other games that he's credited on that's in the top 10, is Red Dead Redemption 2. I was surprised Oof. this sold this well, 44 million units. I mean, I know it's huge. I just didn't know it was this huge. Uh, so anyway, here's a little bit of the uh, of the end uh, music from Red Dead Redemption Two. All right, so Matt, you're on the board. Uh, you're not going to win, no. but. You can get another point and get within a point of Heather. And that's all I want. Or Heather, you can take a commanding 4-1 lead uh, with this last one. Or maybe neither of you will get it. But I think you'll get this one. We talked about him already. One of the most legendary game composers of all time, Koji Kondo. Go on, Heather. Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers 1 is the best-selling game in the Mario franchise. <laughs> wow. 58 million units, number six all time. And hey, the end theme from Super Mario Brothers. You recognize all of its music. This might be the least recognizable. Let's hear a little of this. 
Oh, man. We'll just loop this for the next 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just, in case you were listening on your podcast feed and you were like, it sounded like Heather rang in before he even said the full name of the composer. That's what happened. It wasn't edited that way. That's exactly what I did. Uh, you jumped right in there. Yeah, that was tricky. That was a tough one. Uh, but you I, guys did well. I do wish that the ending theme music to Super Mario Brothers was just like corn. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just... I, I'm I'm very for anachronistic um end credits themes. Like just something that doesn't match at all is very funny to me. What a funny idea. Yeah. That would have been if you'd been the first kid at your school to finish Super Mario Brothers in the pre-internet days, and there was a corn song. There was a fully scored <laughs> like metal song of a genre of music that did not yet exist. Like new metal. Yeah. It was like and you told your friends at school, like, if you finish the game, you hear the song. Is there's this guy who's like, boo waka, boo waka, waka. Everybody like, what? what are you talking? This kid's a liar. No, that's, I'm serious. That's the one uh, like Nintendo rumor that, that like everybody just doesn't believe. <laughs> yeah, you're full of shit, dude. <laughs> well, hey, that's this week's get played. You can follow us on social media at Get Played Potter. Music and engineering are by Devin Bryant, the Michelangelo of our group. You can follow him on Twitter <laughs> at BaffleGabs. And this month's We Play, You Play is Norco, currently on PC Game Pass, which is coming Monday, May 27th. Uh, cool, very, very cool dystopian uh, 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 point-and-click adventure game set in near-future rural Louisiana. Uh, check out Norco if you want to play along. And check out our new premium show, Get Animated. Heather, what are we talking about this week? We're talking about my favorite anime and perhaps media of all time, Neon Genesis Evangelion. If you subscribe to our Patreon last week, you've already heard us cover episodes one and two of Evangelion. This week, we'll be covering episodes three and four. You can watch along with us on Netflix. So you watch episodes one and two last week, watch three and four this week, and follow along. New episodes of Get Animated Wednesdays at patreon.com slash get played and coming to Stitcher Premium on June 29th. Boom. That was that was really great, guys. I I, I feel like you both got played. Yeah. Uh, she did I it. Think she did it. I, I think <laughs> she you could say it. that. You, she did it. You didn't even realize she did it to us. I got, I got sniped. Yeah. Oh, here, let me lick it for you first. <laughs> <laughs>